Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Wait, did a fly just land on his head? Is he a cadaver? Oof. This is from Rogan. Official debate results. First place Pence, second place Fly. This one coming to us from Monica Lewinsky. One fly on the cuckoo's nest coming from her account. And this from an account that's actually called Mike Pence Fly. That was trash. And I know trash. that smell bad mm. and and it, mo- hair and makeup are the ones that kind of get the brunt of it because they get about their most vulnerable yeah and I heard I, that angelina jolie and brad pitt are smelly people ah uh, hmm i i can i can get, definitely get a confirmation let me second shoot a text right now see if i can get a little feedback but i have heard um what I would think is those those celebrities, those two specifically, but also the other ones, um, kind of live in this like um, Gwyneth Paltrow goop land where it's they only rub like the fetus of cow on their skin and and things that would never like um, dissolve grease. Like they would never use a soap because it would maybe degrade their skin or something. So they probably smell like an old cow sack nut or something like pungent, I would think. I think there's probably a lot of truth to that. I'm going to say that that is a form of privilege. Oh, for sure. To to be able to smell bad without any real repercussions. I mean, it's a form of being hot as F. You know what I mean? Like if you are very attractive and wealthy – why smell good? <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not wrong. And ever since I heard that about Brad Pitt, I've been actually thinking, what does he smell like? Because you think of, if you think of Brad Pitt smelling bad, I don't think it's the I don't think it's the bad smell that we would have we think of. You know what I mean? I think it's a different kind of bad smell because he he looks like. He, he the way his skin is now from like shaving so much, you can tell he's kind of got that old man. His like pores are starting to collapse on themselves. Look, and usually old men, their their smell, their bad smell, is like a very particular bad smell because it's old men smell. So, like a rotten, dying carcass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a rotten dying carcass. Um, anyway. <laughs> That's not what we're here to talk about today. Dog is dog is going to be right with us. Um, she's she's just doing a couple little. She's going doing some errands, probably getting a Taco Bell burrito delivered, something like that. But today we're talking. My, change my view. Did you want to say something? I was. Just, I just got some feedback. Uh, wife oh. says I think he smells good, which means two things. She's been in a space with him. Where she can smell him like a creep. My wife's turning into Joe. My wife is basically Joe Biden now at this point. She's sniffing people. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I would sniff Brad Pitt too. I can't hold that against anybody, you know. Wait, are you? Is she confusing Brad Pitt with Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah, Brad Pitt. That is the the new um, peanut shop, Brad Pita. (laughs) Oh, cool. Oh, you gotta. You should clarify because I think she thinks you're talking about Brad Pitt, who. We who actually does smell good. I think we all know bread pit smells. Oh, the bread pit down by um, d- down in the college oh, dorms. You're, you're saying the bread pit. 
I'm thinking <laughs> is that a real place? A and I, I don't know, but I, I like the idea of the bread pit being a place like the pita pit because the pita pit, pita pit's a place, right? It's a, t- it's like a Greek fast food for college kids, right? Yeah, and it's it's actually in real life Brad Pitt's brother Peter who started who's super into Greek food. And so to fight back, Brad started a bread company right. called Bread Pit. So it's Bread Pit versus the Pita Pit. And Pita as in like the East Coast way of saying Peter, you know what I mean? Man. Pita. What a what a plot line that we've uncovered. I'm not gonna say invented because I don't think that's accurate. I think we've uncovered this plot line. Anyway, um, as I was saying, this did you read it? A weekly podcast about the internet by way of right at the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I am my free day. We got really to talk about this fly today. Dog boobs is peeing somewhere, um, as is well documented thus far. I have a new camo hat. I'm eating, I'm eating apple butter because I'm back in my studio. We got some apple butter on the side of the road somewhere in Utah. Um, which was which was fun, and, um, and today we're talking we're talking about uh, change my view, which I think we had briefly brought up last week or maybe two weeks ago. I'm not sure, um, but change my view is a, nice. Was a random, I suppose. And yeah, I don't changed. know. I think I, that could be the theme of um, I don't know this lifetime. Like, be willing to random? change your view. Listen, kind of, yeah. Well, and this and this sub is really interesting because I was I was doing you know I was doing some some deep diving on it last night and it's an interesting combination of it's an interesting combination of uh, of uh, unpopular opinion meets uh, explain like I'm five you know it's kind of like it hits this convergence of utility subs that I think is actually pretty pretty nice and and this is like. Yeah, this one is this one. Th- there's like a interesting pointing system that I noticed, and it's kind of like it seems like it's all in pursuit. It seems like it's all in pursuit of the of better understanding and better appreciating uh, complicated points. So it's not meant to be a debate, and we'll get into the very specifics, of course. Yeah, like um, you if- know, once dog is here, but. If I would say something like, I don't believe in higher minimum wage or something, it's not like a belief. It's like exactly. higher minimum exactly. wage isn't actually good for X, Y, Z. And people are like, what are you talking about? And it's yeah. one of those ones that's like, it's complicated because it has to do with economics. Yeah. But I've heard well, smart people explain get, it and I'm like, yeah. Exactly. You don't I'm usually get, sure. what are you talking about? You get people that give you a very good reason like you're actually change my view is inviting the discussion which i think a lot of things on reddit are obviously not inviting the discussion like you don't go into the conservative subreddit and say like i don't know maybe trump is not a good presidential candidate we should all vote for biden like that's not that's not what happens in places like that but you can do that and change my view where you go i don't think trump is a good candidate but I have feel like I have to vote for him because I think Biden's worse. And then and then people go, change my view. All right. So change my view. So this one I want to say came up. Did it come up last week, two weeks ago? How did this happen? I think it came up was it last week or the week? It might have been the week before that we came up. We saw this one on one of our randoms. Uh yeah, and it was and it was very it it's a massive, massive sub. I'm gonna pull it up on the screen. 
So it's definitely like a in in the in the pantheon of of subreddit superiority. This is up there. It's got one point one five six four one one readers, and then seemingly pretty you know nice high engagement. I mean, it's twenty one hundred here right now. So it seems like people are are here and they're constantly engaged. But it, I think that this is a really interesting way to consume. God, that looks terrible, man. Change back. Um, it seems like it's a really good way to consume news and and dialogue about contemporary issues in the Reddit format without getting into a toxicity that often comes through these kinds of things. Is my interpretation. Um, so what what I think we're really going to do today with the remaining forty five minutes um, is I just want us to actually go through some of the posts that we find compelling and in straight up like do the do the change my view thing and talk about them be- through both like the perspective they start with but also like our perspectives on them because as i was going through them, i mean there's some really interesting topics that you kind of go huh what is my perspective on that because i guess that's the other thing that i think is really nice about this is it, it forces you to almost take a side on something that maybe you've never considered taking a side on right Mm -hmm. let's take some sides let's take some sides so um so i had a couple so i guess dog do you want to do the do you want to do the customary and read the the rules and the sidebar and all that kind of stuff and then i'll I'll pull up a couple that are interesting yeah let's do it guys all right so this is change my view it's a place to post an opinion you accept may be flawed in an effort to understand other perspectives on the issue so enter with a mindset for conversation not debate that's a really good point because most people, you know, online are just going to start devolving into arguing. And this is all about, you know, I know I'm posting here because I have an opinion that I know may be flawed and I'm looking right. for you to change my view. So it's a place. Well, for instance, uh, uh, meth heads should be used as a reality TV show uh, plot point where we just watch them interact and potentially date the shadow people. It does feel like a cool episode of The Bachelor. I'd be interested to hear what people say about that one. Right. And then and then to change my view would be like giving people drugs uh, for the benefit of entertainment and yeah, is, is studio profits is uh, unethical. Unethical. That's the Yeah. Word. <laughs> You're so right. Uh, so there's 1.2 million people here. People are there a lot. It was started in 2013. Um, and it seems like there's this like do you guys understand the whole Delta thing? Yeah, to a degree. So Delta is – so they, they have a point system, essentially, that is – that they're called Deltas. And whenever a a topic is, uh, like, kind of hammered into the ground – so, if, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to, like, the Deltas on, pers- on popular topics, there it says you may be thinking about posting on um, C- CM- CMV, change my view, which you are welcome to. Uh, welcome to do, provided you follow our rules in the sidebar. However, if your topic is a popular one, abortion, climate change, Donald Trump, drugs, whatever, please consider reading through the Delta comments and the Delta log first. Here's a list of common topics which link to a Delta log. So if I go to like the Delta log on drugs, right, uh-huh. there's, like a, there's a bunch of like posts where it's like Delta awarded to CMV. Weed marijuana should be legalized, but under Ooh. heavy regulation. And then it specifies the points that were like, the hard, fast, factual, good arguments just so that people can be like, 
Hey, that we've already discussed this. This is a point that's made. Bob's your uncle. I think that's really cool. Honestly, like, uh, it's important. It reminds me of a Facebook group back. Like, I feel like right before I deleted my Facebook, I got really into Facebook groups. And like, yeah, we yeah we talked about it. We talked about that. Um, And this reminds me of the Facebook group. uh, a weird hill to die on or something Ooh. where it was like, it was a little different in the uh, format, but it was basically like, what hill would you die on? And then people it's the goal of it is that people come and like, try to defeat your hill. And right. you're like, Oh, like it wasn't this uh, contentious cool. thing. It was more like, um, it was almost like a game. Like, okay, damn. Okay. Right. Hill defeated because someone did end up thinking of something I didn't think right. of. So it's kind of so- cool. An example of a Delta, by the way, I just pulled up a random one. So the change my view, uh, marijuana is a gateway drug is the, is the point. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, I think the person, something they got removed, but anyway, so the Delta is, I agree and disagree with what you're saying. I think weed is inherently a problem, even though it isn't a dangerous as I, it isn't as dangerous as schedule one drugs, even with alcohol. At the same time, I agree with you that weed is currently a gateway drug. In, in part because if you ta- obtain it, uh, you have already committed a crime. Once you've committed one crime and used one illegal drug, the psychological barriers to do another, uh, do it again are much lower. So that's an interesting... To me, that's the right? best argument there. Yeah. yeah. Once you're willing to try one, I think you've probably more willing yeah. to try. Yeah, I've always thought, like, right. it's like, I don't know why there's this argument against uh, marijuana as a gateway drug. It's like, it's not like it's a saying you're guaranteed to try harder drugs yeah. but if you try a drug that's not like super dangerous to you it, it starts to open your mind about things that can change your you know right. what you think probably well it's all, yeah i mean my, my whole thing has always been like what is gateway what's the gateway to and if you're saying is it a gateway to like no longer wearing pleated pants then <laughs> then hell yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's a problem for you because you're a fucking plebe right but if it's like if it's a gateway to uh, no longer feeling like you have to contribute to a capitalist system you don't believe in and you're going to be happier because of it, yeah. it's not necessarily a bad gateway, you know? No, exactly. It's a no wonder like they want to not have us all uh, go under that gateway, but exactly. like um, who cares? pleated pants yeah. were for me were a gateway to non pleated chinos, which I can't oh. get enough of these days. <sighs> That's a gateway, that's a gateway pant. That's what we call gateway pants, my friend. That's a gateway pant. When did you start doing the non-pleats? Well, I went to Catholic grammar school. We had to wear pleated uh, navy blue pleated like dockers. Okay. And I guess it wasn't till, you know, jeans, jeans always, I've always been too tight around my thighs. Um, Oh, you got those thick, thick ass. I got that thick thighs. I got a thick thigh. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you in jeans, to be honest. Now that I think about it, they're a little restrictive to me. I mean, there's some new technologies coming out that I'm pretty excited about—a little stretch material, some of that stuff. Yeah, Very, uh, keep my ear to the grindstone there. But uh, the chino gives me a little more room, a little more airflow, and I and the pleat. Come on, nobody likes a pleat. So that flat front, uh, all so about it's that. Good. It's just it's casual. Good. It's comfortable. Bring it on. Absolutely. You know what would be great if Jinko jeans started to come back in. That would be, would be good for me. Eyes. It's true. God, I, I really was. They they came before my time. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they're great. Well, they, I mean, well, I also, couldn't afford them. Back, so. They are. Yeah, I okay. think I think uh, dads wearing jinkos is a novelty, <laughs> which I think you could probably pull off. It does feel um, like a cool new Instagram you should launch. Dad wearing jinkos. I agree with that. So, dog, do you want to continue and read a little bit more about the the submission rules before we get into f- official yeah. ones and comment rules? I think this kind of gives a. This is a little bit reading the legal system, but I think it's helpful to understand the context of where the sub functions yeah. in the greater you know, Reddit community. And the sub that functions like this, where you're talking about things that are so controversial and can get people so pissed off. It's like the rules are super important to make sure that people don't, you know, fly off the handle and forget what this subreddit is about. Right. So the first rule is don't explain your view. Explain the reasoning behind your view, not just what the view is. So you have to have 500 plus characters. Um, Rule B, third party devil's advocate soapboxing. You have to personally hold the view. You can't just post on behalf of others, play devil's advocate, etc. Post by throwaway accounts must be approved through mod mail. Okay. Rule C, unclear improper title. Submission titles must adequately sum up your view and include CMV, change my view, at the beginning. Posts with misleading or overly simplistic titles uh, may be removed. Um, Neutral slash harm a specific person slash promo slash meta. Posts cannot express a neutral stance, suggest harm against a specific person person or be self-promotional or discuss this subreddit. Visit ideas for my CMV is a, is a subreddit of its own. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, that's, <laughs> I was just uh, here sitting going, I got no ideas. And then boom. Yeah. Look at that. You go off. right there. Uh, then we got no minimal replies from o- OP in three hours. This was very similar to the Facebook group. It's like you can only post if you're going to be there to reply to these people within the first three hours of posting. So if you haven't replied during that time, your post is going to be removed by moderators. So it's like if you're going to take the time to post that, it's not like go check on it later. It's like you're here to engage right now. Mm hmm. Um, rule number six, rule number one, don't challenge the OP. This is top level only. So direct responses to a CMV post must challenge at least one aspect of this OP's stated view, unless they are asking a clarifying question. Okay. Mm-hmm. So your comments can't just be like, cool, love your stance. You have to challenge it. Uh, okay. rude, hostile comment. Don't be rude or hostile. Your comment can be removed. Even if the rest of it's solid, even if you end it with, yeah, and like, fuck you, because you're a Trump supporter. Right. Uh, bad faith accusation. Refrain from accusing OP or anyone else of being unwilling to change their view, because it's like, you can't argue or of arguing in bad faith. If you're unsure if someone's genuine, you can ask clarifying questions via the Socratic method. Mm. Um, <laughs> I absolutely love this love. sub, by the way. I know, this I is great. I feel like this sub is like, everything that this 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 feels like the utopic internet um, forum. You Maybe know? this needs to be the new format for debates. Maybe right. Donald Donald Trump has to like tweet his arguments. Essentially, yeah. Take it a step further. This should be the different. new university system. And this no, like bad faith arguments. This is it. Free college. Boom. Done. Everyone just spends six hours on your day. I I have a CMV that I'm going to post at the end of this sub, by the way. I'm I'm going to try to think of one too. I'm not going to post it though, because I'm going to fuck off for three hours after this. Uh, (laughs) Rule four though, Delta abuse or misuse should be awarded a Delta. 
Award a Delta if you've acknowledged a change in your view. Do not use deltas for any other purpose. You must include an explanation of the change along with the delta so that we know it's genuine. Delta abuse includes sarcastic deltas, joke deltas, super upvote deltas, etc. Okay. And then the last one is doesn't contribute meaningfully. So if your comments don't contribute meaningfully to the conversation or if you just respond upvoted, or something like right. that, it's going to be removed. Humor and affirmations of agreement can be contained within more substantial comments, though. So you can still agree, but if that's the only thing you're commenting, it's probably going to get removed so that we don't, like, you know, uh, clutter up the change my view discussion. This this also seems to me like this would be one of the hardest mo- hardest um, yeah. subs to moderate in a sincere way. Right. And I'm actually very curious as to who is a moderator because it feels like it just requires so much energy and time. Yeah. That I don't I don't know how one could like have a job and also do these other things. So maybe this is like a, a Reddit insider where this is yeah. like a job to sit down and moderate this shit. This is um, anyway. Subreddit. Like anyway. I really like it. Okay, go on. Yeah. Well, there are also you read the the comments rules as well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So so I think that there's there's definitely there are rules for commenting. There's rules for posting. Now let's get into some of the posts themselves. Um, I have flagged a few, so All I don't right. know if you want me to just like pull up some. Yeah. Um, I was I was thinking yeah some some top of all times probably good, but then also some really current stuff that's not figured out yet. Really yeah, I, I like that idea. So let's start with, um, so this is actually, this is a combination of both. So this was posted six days ago Ooh, and has gotten a lot of attention in a, in, and I, I don't really understand, I, I understand why, but, um, also by the way, um, our, our, the, the doctor, our researcher, um, sad news, Jinko officially announced closing all shops in 2018. <laughs> Sorry about your loss what? for you. If you want to, if you want to take some time, um, dog boobs and I can take it from here if you need it. Well, it seems like that brand then is on the table for a little bit of a purchase. Yeah. You could probably get them for, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, uh, their brand, um, reputation is very high, but anyway, um, there's value there. Good value. So, okay. So change my view. A corporate professional dress code has no practical function other than distinguishing those who wear it from the unemployed or laboring class. Mm. Which is a very interesting question, a very interesting change in my view. I don't agree, but part of the reason I don't agree is because I already read the comment. <laughs> so I I I kind of cheated here, but also this is an interesting one for me because I I don't like professional dress codes. I think they're stupid, but I think they're stupid for other reasons. But I think the reason that someone comes in and says that they are valuable is I go, huh. Yeah, okay. I get that, right? I, I think they're uh, valuable. Kind of the yeah. Off the top so, of my head, I'd say I like them. I want to hear your point then, Freed. Dog boos, you got any before we get into it? I like want you Marie. to begin. I want you to begin on this one because oh, I don't I, I think, think. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, I guess it's it's to me it's like simple. It's just like if you um you know, maybe it forces you to take a shower, it forces you to uh, put on clean clothes, be presentable, almost like get into the mode of focus and um, professionalism. It's almost like wearing a, I don't know, you could say like not a military outfit, but some kind of a uniform in, in the sense mm-hmm. like 
if I'm a cop, I'm going to wear my cop outfit. If I'm, uh, and we all love cops. Um, uh, if I'm a mailman, I put on my mailman outfit. It's like, it says like, this is what I do. And I'm going to be at work right. for this amount of time. And during this time, I'm going to do the best at this job. That is my job that I can do for the next eight hours this is all generalizations. Um, and I don't know. I just, I like the idea of like that routine of focus. And I, th- right. I just think it, it makes people a little bit more on their game. This would be my generalization. That's so my I, general point. Yeah. That I think is the, uh, the dominant thread here. Dog, do you want to, do you want to rebut that or do you? Yeah. I mean, my only thought is like when it's client facing, right? you know, like if you need to be in front of clients and in front of, you know, other people that aren't part of your immediate business or part of your immediate uh, employer, like maybe that's a thing. Like I can kind of understand you want to like, you know, like if you go to present, I don't know, present something like you dress nicely. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess that's kind of a thing. Like even with school, like I would, my parents would make me wear something nice on a day that I would like be presenting something in second grade, you know? But other than that, I'm like, I don't, I've never worked at a place with an office, like a real office professional dress code. Cause so like, I see that it does, you know, like in advertising and in like uh, creative environments, I feel like it's not, strictly enforced it's not like i've got friends who are um accountants who have to wear you know basically like suits or or nice shirts every day and like that's not that so i don't know i make i kind of agree with this hill but the only i guess it's just depending on what what function your job is yeah i mean i think that that is that i think is my take too because i think that the this the poster actually in some ways kind of kind of starts falling off their own hill as they talk about it. I was yeah. like, I understand why laborers wear high visibility clothes when they're working at night, why they wear steel capped boots and a helmet. I don't understand why a man with an office job can't wear a singlet because it's unprofessional. What's un- un- uh, inherently unprofessional about it uh, other than the association with the working class. So I, I think for me, that is like what you were kind of saying, dog is, is kind of the point for me too, which is like, if you're a creative person and you're working in a creative environment, I believe that the way you dress is a reflection of your personality, which is inherent to your job. Yeah. Which is, which is a big part of it. Right. It's like, if you're a creative person and you're not dressing, I'm not saying you have to dress creatively, but like, yeah, you have to express yourself because your personality is essentially your job. Your job is to express your personality in in as much. And, And I think with jobs like being an accountant, that's not the case. And I think that the, the established decorum in a lot of ways, the established decorum itself is the job because you're, you have to, as an accountant, you have to do things in accordance with the law. That's yeah. the point. Uh, so yeah. so you a, have yes. to do that, right? Which, a, I, which yeah. I think is worthy factor in right. especially accounting or like money management where it's like, I'm going exactly. to give you my money. Right. I yeah, don't exactly. want you wearing a moose knuckle. And right. playing with your belly button hair while right. you and you could be crushing that Excel spreadsheet, but I guess it doesn't. And it's it. But it doesn't necessarily mean you're not trustworthy because you're moose knuckling out. But uh, guys in moose knuckles at the accounting office, like 
I'm a little bit skeptical. I mean, yeah. But then it goes back to maybe like, why do you have to wear that even on days you're not interacting with your clients face to face? I'll tell you why. Okay. The the airport. Bring it on. The airport. Airport. Uh, I thought you were going to say the air quality. No. The air quality. Yeah, the the airport. Uh, I don't don't understand that logic, but I'll I'll, I'll accept it. Delta awarded. The airport. The airport has become everybody's bedroom everyone's in pajamas their fucking feet out and their stretchy gear everyone's got their headphones on their eye boogers Uh everyone's like super rude and grumpy and it's like this is my plane bro this is my plane i'm going to spread eagle on my plane and when i get there don't talk to me don't talk to me and everyone's on edibles that's a reflection of the airport's that's that's like kind of the economic question though is because that, no, that's it's a reflection thing. of it's a reflection of a bunch of like this like the general society like the way you're marketed to now at a, in an airline right. is like hey uh dad you do you if that means wearing your onesie and having your nuts on my seat that's <laughs> fine because this is american airlines and we love to support you. And so yeah. like, that's like, so everyone walks in the airport is like, fuck everyone. This is my airport. I'm doing me. I'm putting my nuts on my, on the middle armrest. The problem with it is when you're in these like sort of shared spaces, it's fucking chaos. Everyone's got yeah. their ostrich and their dog and their bow constrictor and their nuts are everywhere. And you're like, whoa, like we could use a uniform in the airport. I could use saying. a penny loafer on that guy with his nuts hanging out. That yes. was, that was, uh. I'm gonna see. I, I I'm gonna just go and see if if the airport is a is a is a listening <laughs> to here because I I'm not, I'm not sure if that's a shared consensus. But that's maybe. why I believe in uniform. Hey, I respect that. I might also suggest a different angle too. Whereas the airport used to be a place where you know people of a certain class could only afford to use an airplane. Whereas right. nowadays, maybe it's more you know economical and people of different classes can can get on an airplane and so that's why you might see a dog boobs in line in front of you at security <laughs> with some you know Mar- marvin the martian flannel pajama pants and, and like a, a owl. shirt with like her own spit up on it <laughs> and i don't know is, this, is there so much wrong with that uh, so well, here in the sense have- that when you're sharing public space I, there is a you consideration know. with you know Cleanliness. Being polite, being polite yeah. towards other people and how it, how my actions affect somebody else. And I think that it appears to have gotten go, gone the way of the dodo in, in current society. I think people care less about uh, appeasing <laughs> yeah. other people and spit like everyone's more about themselves ever. Right. Yeah. Does it feel that way? I don't know. Definitely here. Yeah. Yeah. We just got to watch World War II documentaries and fucking baseball, dude. Exactly. That's all we got to do. Anyway, so this is – so here is the Deltas awarded on this one. I'm a little confused at the system in which Deltas are awarded because I am I thought it was dragging me to one, but it's dragging me to another. But this is technically where the Delta came in. Okay. So uh, first, since you did not respond to the issue of consumer-facing <laughs> roles, do you agree that there are practical functions for dress codes beyond distinguishing classes in those instances, at least? So what would you say specifically for non-consumer-facing roles? Simply, dress codes exist. Should we not challenge things that deem to be normal? I would say that, yes, my point B still applies. Dress codes exist partially because they are self-perpetuating and because people value 
can follow societal norms such as dress codes in employees rightly or wrongly. So this is that's actually a very interesting point. The fact that people respect that mm-hmm. is the reason that it continues to be a thing is because it shows the system in in functioning. It almost is basically saying like, you know, um, like we're looking at mm. all these, we're looking at a, we're looking at a working clock, right? This, we're, the working clock is capitalism, right? And all of the gears are the exact same. They're all gray. And then someone goes, I threw a neon green one in there and it's just another gear. It works totally the same, but now everybody can just focus on that neon gear um, in the, in the working clock. And you go, that it, it's it's messing with me, man. Can you just replace it with the regular gray one? Like that's a thing, kind of the dress code thing is with this, which is like because people respect it, it's perpetuated, and right? Perpetuated, perpetuated, and then when when someone steps out of line, it feels disrespectful, even though it isn't inherently. And that disrespect is is like the thing that kind of keeps the motors going and keeps the consistency and keeps people from feeling jarred. So I would say that, yes, my point B still applies, yada, yada. I, al- I already said explicitly, this person's getting a little, 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 little fucking spicy here. Yeah. Um, I already I, said it. Already said. Um, that I think a lot of dress codes are too restrictive. I have no problem with challenging the idea of dress codes. My point is simply that your analysis is too specific or simplistic. Saying that dress codes solely exist for uh, for or because of cl- explicit classism fails to acknowledge the complexity and subtlety of our class structures. The same way it would be too simplistic to say that all races in the United States exist because of races acting in explicitly racist ways. You can challenge the classism of dress codes while understanding that some people enforce them or prefer them, not because they explicitly decided they want to distinguish themselves from poor people, but because they think it serves a useful management function the same way any grooming standard does, Um, which I Agree with I would I will I will here's here's my delta sir um, or ma'am have that delta uh, so I I agree with that that's very interesting um, okay so do you guys have anything that, else that, to address or should we go to another one oh, we should go to another one. but I I just one thing clothes are so goddamn cheap now you can right. you can wear some decent looking clothes for like at the airport <laughs> yeah yeah twenty one I understand like a, an Italian suit is maybe out of the budget but like. There's some good like uh, Zara. Come on, dude, Zara. Zara, oh, Zara. what? Zara's fresh, man. Jenko. I, I also think that there's a. I don't. I don't necessarily want to prescribe to this perspective because I don't believe in this necessarily. But I also think that there is a really inter- There's there are ways to dress well and in a classical context that also is an expression of personality. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is subtle, right? For like 50 year old fucking boomers who live in Arizona, it's like wearing a Bart Simpson tie. On right? tie. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, the coolest, but the coolest, but for, you know, like people like me, like when I like to dress up, like I like wearing like bolero ties and shit like that. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. So it's things like that. Like I, usually my, like my getup for like when I'm, what I'm cleaning up is all black with a bolero tie and everything else is just pure black, right? Yeah. So and then you, you know, got the, that uh, would, that you would the work. kilt and guy. Be like, There's yeah, always a kilt, kilt guy, guy at the wedding. You right. got the bow tie guy. Yep. Um, you got then the you nice... got like me who's in a suit, not a dress, you know? <laughs> hey. Tuxedo. Business, business suit. 
boobs. Business boobs is what we yeah, like call that. Yeah, boobs. That's I my like dream. You look like Tom Hanks from Big. Yeah, that's my dream for any formal occasion. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So what are so let's hit a couple other um, change my views. I know we're a little bit restricted on time. We are going to be doing this one more than once because it's too oh, spicy. Um, all right. What's uh, you guys got one that you wanna you wanna talk about? Should we talk about one that is as recently posted, or should we do a classic of all time? Ooh. Well, let's classic see. of all time. Classic of all time. Classic of all classic time. Of all time. Right. Should we do the top of all time? Top of all time was a little bit of a dud, in my opinion. Yeah, um, the Bloomberg but, one. Yeah, the Bloomberg one. I think that the top few are a little bit of duds, but I think well, this I have one. An idea for this one. How about yeah. the one? That is, I will share my screen. Do a spicy one. There's Politicians should be required to wear NASCAR-style jumpsuits showing all their major sponsors. Love, I do love this. this. That's a good one because how That's I'm amazeballs. I don't have any reason why that shouldn't be. In recent days, some have decried the POTUS and FDOTUS, brazenly ignoring federal ethics laws by posing with a certain company's bean product. This was from two months ago. But I welcome it. The ethics rules really just obscure behind a thin veneer the truth of American politics. Namely, many politicians are just in it for their friends and donors. We shouldn't hide it anymore. Make these allegiances visible, front and center. We should make it mandatory for politicians appearing in public to wear NASCAR-style jumpsuits with their major sponsors emblazoned across their bodies. Then we'll more readily know who they're beholden to and which companies we we may want to boycott or patronize. Change my view. Fascinating. This is really, really interesting. I love this idea. I I, um, love the idea and don't see a downside. Stand-up comedian Colin Quinn has been promoting a new book. He's been out on the podcast. And he, and so I've gone back and started watching some of his old comedy specials. He's been doing some cool comedy stuff where he's doing historical comedy. And he has a new special called Red State, Blue State, where he sort of like talks politics in a very smart and funny right. way. But one of the jokes he has that was really smart was like, he's like, politicians who take money from corporations, uh, we all think they're unethical. And he's like, He's like, I think it's the opposite. I think they're ethical because they're doing favors for the companies that pay them. Like, that's how ethics work. When someone pays you, you do favors for them. That's and he's fair. like, now, now where we get upset is that we just don't know it's happening. So this solves that problem where it's like, um, right. what we don't understand is who gave who money. Now, wearing right. that all the time, then yes, we have a choice to say, oh, I don't want to support that kind of business and let the market decide free market capitalism. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. Boom goes the I mean, dynamite, y'all. The, the top point is the other thing I really love about this sub, by the way, is this sub feels like there are surprises lurking around the corner, right? It kind of has a little bit of like an unexpected thing where you kind of you assume the argument that's going to get a delta is like, well, the reason they shouldn't be doing that is because of XYZ. Um, this one, the top comment, which has received a delta, I don't know if it's the delta but is some politicians receive support from hundreds of thousands or even millions of individuals and organizations. Even if it's limited to major sponsors, there will be thousands of them. There just isn't enough room on the jumpsuit. Fair. So thinking more about the practicality of the garment versus um, the actual, the actual task at hand, I think is kind of interesting here. Well, I have a solve and for that. that. Well, because- and the other thing too, by the way, part of this as well is like, 
you know, Trump, when Trump was like, um, Trump got support from David Duke and everybody was just like, a Nazi supports him, a fucking Ku Klux Klan member supports him. But, you know, by this logic, he wouldn't be listed on that jumpsuit because that's an individual, right? And there are a lot of heinous individuals that would it be you wouldn't be able to recognize all of them you know what i mean because that's what would end up happening too is like if you go oh okay well Ellen. so if you, if you can't list literally everyone then you only have to list people who have given more than a hundred thousand to your campaign mm. and then politicians go oh, okay cool and then they they will elicit hundred thousand dollars from brands that are reputable from rei and patagonia right and then they'll fucking, you know, toys they'll for tots yeah, and the right. KKK will give Everybody's going to have yeah. cars for kids over their jumpsuits, right? One, eight, but, seven, seven cars. I'm a good singer. Kid for kids. Yeah, one, eight, and then it's the greatest song. That's my son's favorite song. That's because. amazing. Um, and then, <laughs> that's really funny, actually. Um, wow. But then, but yeah, because of that, though, um, then you're, you're going to end up omitting most of the really egregious ones because that's one thing that politicians do really well. They know High how money. to barely skirt the law. Yeah, so they, they know how to go, oh, if the limit is $100,000, then, you know, fucking um, like the the euthanasia, the like children's hospital, hospital euthanasia program um, is going to give me 99999 And I'm not going to have to put it on. But like as soon as I get into office, I'm going to kill all the kids I'm because they give me the money. Kids. Right. So I think that there's that's in my argument against it. I think uh, that the, the I notion solve. is correct, but not the actual uh, solution. My solve for, for your problem, I agree with you. It's like, how do you, there's too many companies, but we've all been trying to figure out when and how to use our Google Glass. Oh. And um, I think now <laughs> we finally have the perfect solution because you put on our- trying to figure out how to use your Google Glass, my friend. I spent $21,000 on those things. Okay. $21,000. I'm in, in 2007. I need to use them. You need so to you, use those. You put it on. Remember it's only one, one. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. right, right. Uh, and when you put it on, you can just see around the politicians superimposed graphically, digitally, all their sponsors, but you can categorize them in, in columns of, of donation. Yeah. And then we have a bot that goes in and just sort of highlights the controversial ones, you know, yeah. like it does the work for us where it's like, right. I don't have to go through with my, um, my, my monocle. jeweler's loop, yeah. my, my jeweler's loop or my monocle. And, uh, <laughs> The, the bot sort of my, my Google glass takes care of it. And it goes like, boom, David Duke, you might won't be interested in that controversial. And I go, that is interesting. Thanks. Google bot glass. I love the, uh, I, I, uh, the real, the real takeaway here is that uh, Google glass failed because it was not a Google <laughs> jeweler looper. That would have been, not only does it just roll off the tongue way easy, like Google glass, like, bleh, like I can't barely say it. It's like very hard, you know, Google's Google looper. Gotta spell it out to Dr. Spichemin here because he or she or they is absolutely correct. Jinko right. Jean branded jumpsuits with very wide billowing legs would right. provide Again. more surface space for the patches. And it's so here, interesting. Here, I solve for my thick thighs and where to put patches. This exactly. also introduces a really important point. I think that we've we've kind of glossed over, which I think is maybe the most important part here is where what brand is put on the dick area or vaginal area because that brand is going to get a lot of the heat, you know? Yeah. Well, I'd say if, if I'm the brand guy, I want to be there. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, is that a, a position of, um, of like importance or, you know, do we not want to be on the dick patch? Well, I don't know about you guys when you're at a dinner party and you feel a little awkward. I always look at people's crotch and that's, right. that's a nice safe place to stare. Sure. You look and at people's it, dick patch. It always puts people at ease at the party. Yeah. I love it. You're right. It's, it's weird. Just, it's they a all tip. get relaxed then. It's a tip. It's a tip. Yeah. So that's right. why. So let's hit, let's hit another one. Um, we got, we have a 10 minute warning, 10 minute warning. Wait, so let's ben, uh, dad, just on, on your Google jeweler's loop thing. I mean, we, the, <laughs> the monocle <laughs> is so fucking baller, right? Right. Like having it in your pocket and pulling it out is the oh, most wait. baller move you could do anytime, anywhere. And never uh, is there a situation where we need it until you connect that sucker to the Google and, and you just go like this. Whoop, and then you get this other view of like the digital world and you look at it for a while because nobody wants that shit all the time. And then you and then you put it away. That's how it should be I mean, done. That's genius. That, that is an interesting point. And I wonder if, you know, Apple always comes out with these new inventions where we didn't think we needed a new watch. They invented a new watch. We didn't think we needed the iPad. We didn't think we needed a pencil, right? What about the monocle? Google monocle guy. I like it because it looks antique. It's all brass. Like it's got a cool chain. So you're thinking brass. You, you don't want it to be modernized at all. You want just an old school brass steampunk (laughs) monocle. No, not steampunk, guys. Oh, yeah. You know me. Steampunk all the way. Steampunk. <laughs> so we're gonna, this, this, this pod is single-handedly bringing back the copper industry. <laughs> Between copper. that and copper IUDs, we are really helping the industry. We are. We're coming back. All right. So let's hit another one. This is interesting. So this is um, – I almost feel like, let's see, what are the couple ones that I thought were interesting? This is an interesting one. This is a fun one, right? Um, Buckle up. CMB, if it's okay for some people to believe in God, then it's okay for other people to believe in ghosts, werewolves, and vampires. Uh, there's no objective proof for existence of any of these ghosts, uh, God, vampires, werewolves. <laughs> I have dyslexia because that was, I read that and ghosts, God, vampires, werewolves. Um, in this post on AITA, uh, what is AITA? I'm also hearing an echo on one of you guys. You guys have your one of you guys have your speaker on right now. I hear that too. Yeah, I do not. Weird, mysterious. Um, uh, uh, people are calling OP crazy for believing in ghosts, and yet if people hadn't been believing in God for many centuries, and suddenly today some dudes start talking about an all-powerful being who created the universe, they'd be laughing out, uh, laughed out of the room. Personally, I don't believe in the existence of any of these, but if God, I love that statement. Personally, I don't believe in the existence of any of this stuff. Hell no. But if God can't exist without us having any proof of their existence, why can't all sorts of other magical creatures logically, why is it okay for us to make fun of someone, consider someone crazy for believing in ghosts, um, but not believing in God? Uh, Yada, yada. Bob's your uncle. Okay. So top comments. Uh, uh, let's see. Is this rewarded a Delta? This was not rewarded a Delta. Are there any Redeltas? Um, I don't see any Deltas initially led, but okay. So the top comment 25 days ago, uh, I'll start by saying that the belief in ghosts is far, far more normalized than the belief in vampires and werewolves. Fair. 
uh, there's a good deal of the overlap between, uh, especially in Christianity, between God believers and, God, and ghost believers. So I'm only going to argue God versus werewolves, vampires. Note, I'm agnostic. Uh, logically, why is it okay for us to make fun of someone believing in ghosts uh, but not believing in God other than the fact that the existence of God has been normalized in society over several centuries? This answers your question. The belief in the existence of God or some non-Christian Jewish Islamic deity or deities has been normalized in society over hundreds of thousands of years, whereas belief in vampires and werewolves is very niche and was really only a thing uh, in more superstitious dark ages like time, uh, dark ages like times in Europe, for example, it's a numbers game and it's a social norms game. I think the flaw in your view is that you seem to discount nor, uh, social normalization as a valid reason for a view being seen as reasonable or acceptable. But mm-hmm. humans are social creatures and not perfectly logical. So what others think is important to us. Fascinating. Okay. All right. So, so this kind of actually aren't exactly just rebuttals that make sense. They're like different ways to think about the issue that make your yeah, exactly. less monolithic. Right. So I don't know if this one was given a delta. I'm not seeing a delta on there because usually you see deltas right by their points count. Mm-hmm. So I'm not seeing deltas given, but maybe this one just, maybe there wasn't ever a good point made. Um, but this, yeah, so. <laughs> interesting. Um, so, yeah, so that, that, oh, here's a delta actually. Here's, here's a delta given. Can um, you share your that, screen? Oh, sorry. Sorry about it's that. Okay. Thank you. Um so yes, here is a delta, delta's given, yada yada. So, huh. um, but this is your opinion. Uh, but then your opinion must also must also be that if it's okay for people to believe in ghosts, werewolves, and vampires, then it's also okay for them to believe in God. And I can assure you that if that post had been the other way around, and OP was talking about the effects of God had on their life, they'd be uh, they'd be being mocked just as much as for talking about ghosts. So to rebuke your opinion, this is a faulty promise or premise because at least amongst the people who want to mock people for believing unproven things, it's not okay for people to believe in God. And I don't know where you're looking, but it's very much okay for us to make fun of people for believing in God. We do it all the time, (laughs) pretty much everywhere. Uh, (laughs) Even people who believe in God mock people for believing in God. If those, if, if the God, those people believe in, is different in the one that they believe in themselves. Mm. That I think is a very profound point at the end, which is like, you know, we make, make fun of people for believing in like the fucking Jinko God. Right. But we don't, we don't make fun of people for believing in fucking Allah or whatever fucking loser that is, you know, um, <laughs> or the guy that plays volleyball, that. <laughs> um, uh, with the ponytail. Oh yeah. Nexium. The Nexium. Yeah. The bumps. The, the Nexium. Yeah. Like no one, Dude, like everybody, like is okay believing in God, but like people aren't okay believing in the shadow people, dude. Like, what's that? Oh, I would say, like for me, the the argument against comparing the two is that the function of believing in God, or let's just call it like, you know, the major three religion gods, right. seems to be a function of uh, a, a controlling populations in society in a way that's, you know, for the betterment of the, the overall society it's right. it's social structure it's family structure it's raising kids you know et cetera et cetera whatever like there's like a really baked in um function of organization that i think is right. intended to make society a better place uh versus believing in werewolves 
none none of that really uh, yeah there's not a, translates, moral, there's not a morality tie no it doesn't saying. translate to, into like societal fabric in any way it's just like something fun or, or not i mean so to me i mean that's a that's a fascinating them, argument yeah that's a really one has like a real that, purpose yeah and even look i went to like a i got a physical recently and, and the doctor was this <laughs> muzzle i hadn't been had a physical in years so my you wife got a physical recently and the doctor was like do you believe in god son yes he he was a, he was a muslim doctor and he's like do you believe right. in god and i was like well i didn't see this coming like <laughs> and and we got into this huge what are you about to do man philosophical conversation about god and, and muslim right. be, like believing in islam and all stuff and i was like and his whole thing, it was, it was bizarre, arguably like illegal uh, for the, the HIPAA contract, but right. it was like, like the, the religions keep society like humming. And I was, and I sure. thought a lot about it. And I was like, I believe that there is a, a proper function of those things. And it does keep people on a path generally. It also fucks up a lot of shit, but, but I, I think in the spirit of that, like there's a lot to them. I'm not religious at all, but I think it keeps people like marching in a decent direction for the most part. Yeah. I I think that there is that, that I think is a really interesting point that I've never really thought about in the context of, you you see this question, you go, I don't like a lot of the points that I think I've noticed in the change my view thread. If there's one thing, and I know we're, we're getting low on time. I suggest we do a part two of this sub because I think it's just there's too much juice here and it generates too much interesting conversation. So I think we're going to do another one of these next week, by the way. That's like my I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to suggest that we do that dog and freed. Uh, we're now having this every day. Reading. Um, anyway, so but I do think that that is werewolves don't have an association with an affixed morality clause that predicates the way we function in society. Yeah. Most really don't either. I mean, there's a little bit of it, but like, I would argue that like Santa Claus is a more valid, like a valid comparison to God than ghosts. Right. Cause if you believe in Santa Claus, you're believing in a different, in a judgment on morality that helps keep kids good. Right. If, if, if there was a, like, you know, a, a ghost, like a fucking, like, um, you know, like the fucking shadow people, the meth shadow people. And like, there was a, there was a mythology from when you're a little kid where like every, every 4th of July, when all the meth is left under your fucking chimney, right? If you don't, if you're not a good kid, the shadow people won't give you trains, Right. Well, it's so interesting you bring that up. Like Santa Claus has these shamanic mushroom origins. Have you heard about that at all? No. That Santa was like this mushroom god that would come in and make you. Then you. It's just a whole crazy old German history. But you right. mentioned meth. But I will get into right. more of that next time. That's a teaser. But the red and white of Santa Always is getting into is, more meth. Is the red and white of a mushroom cap? That's oh, interesting. Thing. I'm assuming huh. there's, a picture. there's a whole, there's a whole like ancient history there. Well, uh, we'll have to get into that. Well, I think, yeah. so I think that this is going to be where we all have to end a little bit early today. So I think we're going to do a part two of change my view. Cause I think there's more to discuss here. This, this kind of feels like it's one of those that like the gift that keeps giving, I don't think it really ends. So I want to do a part two just because I really enjoy this sub, not necessarily because we didn't like crack it. I don't think there's really anything to crack. I think we just, we, there's just more to discuss here, but the one, so I think there's going to be one thing that I think the three of us need to do in the meantime 
I want us each to post to change my view <gasps> and see if there's a response and see what happens. And if I'm nervous is or isn't, we can go against it. Mine, just so you guys know, the one that I've been thinking that I want to post is uh, change my view. The term white trash is arguably the most offensive racist term that exists. I mean, yeah, it's offensive. We frozen? No, I'm just, I was waiting. I was like, dog is going to come back with a rebuttal. I mean, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's like more offensive in, in like the N word in the sense that you would say that, but like in terms of like what it is semantically, semantically like letter for letter pound for pound it's it's offensive i mean every time i hear the term white trash i'm just like damn that is a really harsh way to describe somebody you know it's such an offensive term from every angle white trash yeah and so so i think that it's like that's that's the thing i'm going to change i want to i want to see what people say when i put that as a change you're going to get a lot of heat for that i think that's a good one i think that's um and, you know, in this day and age of recycling and stuff, I mean, you could say, like, white trash is maybe a way to reuse some materials. <laughs> there, you that's there you go. There you go. That's fascinating. That's a fascinating. Delta given, my sir. <laughs> you <laughs> changed my view. Delta accepted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful um, outlook. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so um, anyway, well, let's let's do a really a couple really quick randoms just to close this yeah. fella out. Um and then we got to go. Um, all right. So let's see. Random one. Spicy. Oh, how, how about them apples? How about them uh, fucking chili flakes? Are you guys um, spicy, spicy hot sauces and stuff? Like I, like I, I went through a phase. I went yeah. through a phase brought on by hot ones because I was just like, huh, interesting. I want to see what I can do here. And yeah. I like I I hated spicy shit growing up. Mm hmm. And now I like, I still don't like jalapenos. I think jalapenos fucking blow. I think they're a terrible ingredient. Um, but spicy as a concept, I've really grown to appreciate. I don't like overabundant spicy to the point where I can't feel my food and I like don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Or I can't taste my food and I don't enjoy it. But I do like a little bit of like, a, ooh, ooh. I feel like it goes in in step with um, becoming a World War II fan, believing in aliens and cat documentaries, hating politicians. Right. <laughs> And liking spicy food. It's all part of the uh, you're becoming middle-aged playbook. And I'm into it. I like it a lot. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you guys got? Random wise. I just found Noah Get the Boat. Oh, Noah Get the Boat. What is that? Noah Get the Boat is a good one. Send me your screen. Let me share. Yeah, let me share my screen real quick. This is when you post things uh, that are so offensive and so gross and horrible that you're just like, Noah, please send the, fl- or God send the flood. Noah, get yeah. your arm. Like, this is it. Like, fuck, fuck this. Like yeah. the world's fuck, over. Fuck this. Let the world go. Yeah. No, 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 get the boat. Smoking is weed out of a shark. Yeah. A cruel oh. moment, an Australian fisherman uses a dead shark as a bong and smokes it to the tune of baby shark. Very hilarious. There you have it. Very funny. (laughs) To be fair, that is very, very funny. (laughs) (sighs) See, I'm on the side of cruel. I mean, it's certainly cruel, but like I I laugh whenever bros are like at their peak, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just, just, this seems like this is like 
such an idiot that I like can't help but be like. Whew. It reminds yeah. me of the meth head who wanted to smoke the crabs that he found outside. Yeah. Of the <laughs> yeah. This guy's for sure on meth. Yeah. And, and American white trash is very trashy, but Australian white trash, this is, this is up there. Classy. <laughs> competition big time. Pretty fun. It's pretty fun. This is amazing. Um, <laughs> else? You, got, you got anything free? Do you want me to automate one uh, for you? No, I, I random online dating. So, you know, oh, there's, really? there's some stuff going on there. I'm actually, it, that'd probably be an interesting one to read about. Um, hey, online dating, huh? But uh, I don't yeah. know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. I'm sure Reddit people have interesting <laughs> things to say. But I'm kind of more I would, focused I would on like to, to do all my day. I know. I know we're interested in doing dating after 30 as well. And from from uh, from dog had brought that up as somebody who like dates or doesn't date after 30. I don't know. I don't remember what your perspective was. Oh, mine is. Um, I, I just don't. I don't date at all. So I'm really excited to read that. So you just want a suitor to come and and propose on the spot? No, I want to die alone. <laughs> cool 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 yeah, all right sure. forever alone. all right well we can do a forever alone too that's a great sub that did we already do forever alone i feel like we did we do with that one maybe a long time ago but we i gotta redo it we gotta redo it probably did that in our early 30s hey quick before we wrap up a uh, quick shout out from uh on our instagram from timmy p bass who oh, said love me some timmy p bass who too. said thanks for the shout out and then he wrote Timmy P. Bass, pronounced bass. Oh. <laughs> I need all the jobs I can get when it comes to tuning. Because okay. he's, well, he's, he's a professional he's, he's, piano tuner. So and thanks. a musician in general. He's a professional musician. So if you're if you need a if you need a Hanukkah song, if you need a bar mitzvah song, any uh, they don't have to be Jewish themed. I don't know why those are the first two things I Did he send about. us a tune? He because we're I don't know if he did. Oh, he didn't send us a theme. Nice to get like a uh, a piano rift from that guy. Something classic. Piano riff or just a fucking upright like bass that you play right here. You know what? Actually, you know what? Make a sound effect. Timmy, thought, if you're still listening, yeah, give is. us some Seinfeld esque buttons slap that we can hit that are like slap bass, slap bass, <laughs> <laughs> slap. You guys have never seen or heard music, have you? No, this is not bass. This is not how you play a bass. You, you play the bass like you're like you're stroking a beard, right? No, you guys are you guys are have no idea what music is. Um, I had but, this guy Timmy pegged for a fisherman the whole time, but we were wrong. He is a tuner of pianos. Yeah, he could also be a fisherman. Bass, Timmy T. Carp. Bass. Um, Anyway, um, all right. Well, we'll be back next week with another Change My View episode, I think, um, just because I'm going to get further into this, and hopefully there are going to be some things that we see from our posts. Um, But this is Did You Write It, a weekly podcast about the internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I'm Dog Boobs. My free day. Speaking for the fly. (laughs) Mike Pants, the fly, and Dog Boobs coming at you. All right, we'll be back next week with another episode. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.